yes, you are in. Well, I got a doozy of a play of a day. Here's some of my favorite plays of the day are ones that come from sources that you would never expect. I love unlikely affirmations. And this comes from actually a very popular platform, just we never played it before, from a guy who was virtually unknown, um, what, less than six months ago, to suddenly being in the limelight and shining some serious light. Without further ado, here you go. I didn't hear a thing I got to be The play of the day. Check this out. Swung on and hit in the air to right. <laughs> and that ball is gone. And it's you're on top of the world. Well, yeah, but even before, like, it. I have to be careful with what I say because I don't. Like, my shakes. Like, I'm nobody special and I'm not here to preach to anybody, but I'm telling you, like, giving things to God uh, for me alleviated 99% of what, like, I had a. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but when you, when you experience, and I mean, you've done, yeah, like I had, when this, when I kind of had this breakdown moment and um, decided that I was going to let whatever ego I had go. And just at this point, it's like, I knew I didn't have much left in for me anyway. And I wanted, I wanted to serve whatever purpose it was that I was here to serve. It's like, you get this just overwhelming feeling and you I, I just crying like a baby, just this very like warm feeling throughout me. And that, um, that really hasn't gone away since like, I, I'm not the guy that can play in front of 12,000 people on guitar. I would be like, I mean, I had never played a paid gig when we, when we played the show at the farm market where Jamie Johnson showed up, that was my first paid gig. Like, I'm not a guy to go out and play live shows, but I can tell you, I was so like, um, I was just so at peace being up there. Like, it just felt like that's where I was supposed to be. And that, and with all of this, it has been like, there's no way that Chris from six months ago could handle what's gone on the last two weeks, but I feel just so empowered from all of it. And, um, I don't know. I'm telling you, like, again, I'm not, I'm not anybody special and I'm certainly not here to preach to anybody, but just from coming from somebody who was just really, just in a really just place, like, and I use that word like with discretion but in this case it describes like where i was like that everything else all the distractions and all the other things in my life away and just ensuring that at least and look i'm we're all we're all we all sin and we all do stupid things like we're all just people nobody's special or righteous people sometimes act like they're special and righteous but we're all just the same thing like um but it's just about trying to make that make that my idol make 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 God and the concept of what it is that he wants done on this earth, my idol versus anything else, you know, like we all serve, we all serve some master, whether we realize it or not. So why not let it be the master that is above all. And so when you made this transformation in your mind, did you then start reading scripture like regularly? Like what did you start doing? Yeah. Well, it was different. Well, it was, what really, I guess it's like now I don't read it. I don't read it because I feel like I should read it to be a better person. It's like now I, I try to read it for the guidance within it. And I'm still in the infancy stages of a lot of this. Like I've read a lot of Psalms, Proverbs and Ecclesiastes and Luke and um, there's other good books. But just trying to, I don't know, like trying to restructure, I guess, 
on a granular level, like I guess the neural pathways in my brain that have certain habits and certain ways of thought, like I've tried to retrain that to, um, you know, like there's, there's things it says like, uh, and I'll be very brief with this, I promise. But like one thing, ironically, it's, uh, Proverbs 420, which I thought you would like. <laughs> so if there's anything better, Perfect. But, um, preach my son, pay attention to what I say, turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. But um, that's pretty profound. But but the whole book of Proverbs is like that. Like it's not preachy. It's not. It's not what you think. Like it's it's like it's good guidance. It's like good guidance that you would want a father to give to his son. You know. What what do you think it comes from? Of a rebuild of civilization that took thousands of years to and emerge I think, from I think horrific slaughter. It wouldn't surprise me if all that doesn't happen again. Like it could easily happen again if we get hit. That again. was one of the initial things that really intrigued me reading. And I think it's um, it talks about it in Ecclesiastes, but that that everything that's happened under the sun has already happened before and will happen again. The generations that are yet to come will be forgotten about those that come after them. Like it's, I think just in the same way that we have that we have a summer and a fall and a winter and a spring. It's like I think human society just because of our our human nature and like our pursuit for whatever it is that we want to like our, our we just love to create and develop and like so we'll we shoot all the way up to the top and then some tragedy comes along whether yeah. it's whether it's self-inflicted or from from comets or whatever and then there we go right back down to the bottom we start over again mm-hmm. and it wow wow i love it i think that's so intriguing so intriguing. Thank you to uh, Casey, my brother Casey, for bringing that listen to my attention. Uh, that was Oliver Anthony, singer and songwriter, who well, basically got thrusted into fame with his heart-rendering song, A Rich Man North of Richmond. But I'm with, uh, with Casey. I don't, I, I don't listen to Rogan a lot. I do tune in from time to time. I don't agree with everything he has to say. Uh, he's clearly not a Bible banger, um, but, and yeah, just some things I just don't agree with, um, like you and me at times, right? Yet I am grateful though, for any interviewer who will actually harness free speech and let someone share their faith and then explain why, I mean, what, what a platform. I mean, there's millions that listen to that and that, that, that's very intriguing to me. And as much as people want to politicize Oliver Anthony and his song, some red claim him, some blue claim him, you know, he just spoke and sang from his heart. And whether you are red or blue or purple or other, we can't deny that this broken planet has a serious anxiety and depression problem. And we have a solution that is way more effective than drugs and or alcohol. 
for those who are temporary, that's basically like trying to put a Band-Aid on a massive head wound. And Anthony shares that 99% of his angst went away when turning, when you start turning over to God. And this ragtag podcast has been added 200 plus episodes, not the 2000 or Joe Rogan 200. And our theme has been getting real and pursuing truth and then sharing what works. And even though this, this podcast is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of Joe Rogan's audience, I am just so grateful that Oliver had a chance to shine light on such a large stage. And you've also heard us say that we are in the hope and encouragement business. First Thessalonians 5.11, check that one. And that play of day to me is absolutely full of hope. So question time, how, how often are you in the word? And for the goody two-shoes out there listening, are, are you in the word just because you're trying to be good? Or are you in the word because you're constantly looking to improve, constantly looking to um, get rid of worry, get rid of anxiety, or trying to problem solve, and just getting stronger, asking for wisdom, wisdom and strength, for the latter, it will be rewarded. Ask for wisdom, and it will be given to you. Check James 1.5. And of course, I love it that Oliver checked on Proverbs, one of my favorite books as well. A ton of wisdom in there. Uh, yeah, just check out that ancient Jewish book. It is something else. And did you catch the Romans 3.23 moment in that play of the day? Verse listeners, you know what I'm talking about. And for the superversed, did you get the gtsurf.org reference, the moment? It's profound. It's it, it, We've said it so many times before, you can make all the plans in the world. We are just fooling ourselves if we're not checking them with God. For God's plans will prevail. Speaking of Proverbs, check Proverbs 19.21. It's super hard. Most dudes, ah, they don't want to do that. I mean, they think they want to do that, but they don't want to do that. And um, it's hard enough just to get dudes to Bible study. Honestly, hopefully that'll fire you up a little bit, make you a little more inquisitive, intriguing, or at least reaffirm those that have been sticking with a good cadence. But also you're stepping up another level of checking your plan daily with God, but also sharing it with other like-minded brothers who can hold you accountable to help you uh, get certain things achieved that you need help of achieving. Again, 1 Thessalonians 5.11 fits that big time. And then go back to that episode. If you'd like to hear more of that, I'm warning you, warning you it's not squeaky clean. You could hear a few things that were edited out. Um, it's definitely more of a PG-13 movie, maybe, uh, maybe even R at, at times, but... I love the light that shines out of that darkness. It's super cool. And that is uh, the Joe Rogan experience. You can find that on Spotify. That's episode number 2027, 2027, Oliver Anthony. And once again, thank you, Joe Rogan, um, for letting Oliver speak freely. And Oliver, thank you for having the guts to share the word on such a large stage. And I loved your humble approach, too. 
not wanting to preach too much, knowing that your your poop stinks. Um, I'm on record for that quite a bit, Romans 3.23. I don't think it's an accident that God is leveraging you, at least for this season, as you talk about your seasons. Anyone that is versed in the Bible knows that God loves to use the least likely to do his greatest works. So now go love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Getting to God's word daily is a great way to do that. And then putting into action, of course. My favorite book is Matthew. And I my favorite translation is the New Living Translation, NLT Bible. Definitely check out Proverbs and John and James and so many more. And of course, love others. Share hope with them. Encourage them. If you know someone down and out, maybe share this episode with them. And then the bigger picture, as we all know, this world definitely could use some more love and hope. All right. I love you. Go shine some light.